Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to a very special edition of the Box Set Pod, a podcast all about TV. Who doesn't love TV? Who doesn't love box sets? Well, it, those people aren't welcome here. Idiots. Idiots. My name's Howell. I'm Jamie. And we ask you to recommend us to uh, three friends, three people who you know. Hey, why not make it four? Four. Right. Four. Four. Four, four friends. Why do five? Let's make it five. Yeah. Recommend us to five, six. Six or five or six friends. Let's round it up to ten. Ten friends who like the box set pod. You're not doing your job by keeping this podcast free and the guests big unless you've done that already. So please do. Uh, be nice, be nice to have you on board. And don't forget, you can always email us studio at the box set pod.com. The question today is one of the box set pod rules. Uh, is that we don't do spoilers. We do not spoil any show, and generally we're quite positive about stuff. If you've not seen Game of Thrones, don't worry. This is for you. The idea of this pod is for us to do a director's commentary, like when you put the director's commentary on a DVD. It's for us to do a director's commentary of a famous episode of Game of Thrones. Is that enough to persuade you to watch Game of Thrones if you've never seen it before? Yes. If you have seen it before, why don't you re-watch this episode, which is a very famous famous episode is called the red wedding yeah it's episode nine of season three of mm. game of thrones please let's enjoy so, <laughs> please let's enjoy <laughs> oh, what's yeah. that that's where i'm getting into commentary mode like i'm an expert no no yes howell um all right so uh, here here's go. what we're gonna do we've got the dvd here you're not gonna be able to hear it most people listen to podcasts in the car or walking around so you're not gonna be able to watch it anyway while you're listening to it question is uh, can we still be interested this could be the worst First podcast we've ever done. I think it's different, it's enticing, it's revolutionary, and hopefully it's actually good. Yeah, enjoy. So, uh... Let's begin the episode, now. First of all, we need to pick a pause point, right? Everyone's got to press play at exactly the right time if you are watching the episode. So it is Game of Thrones, Season 9, Episode... Season 3, season three episode, episode 9. nine. It's so, called The Reigns of Castamere, the episode. At the beginning of the episode, you have a previously on the Game of Thrones, okay? Um, and at the end of the previously section, you have the HBO logo come up. Boom! I have paused it the split second that that logo disappears, all right? So what you should do now is pause this podcast, get yourself into that same place, and then restart the podcast, and I'll count, I'll count down from three, and we'll all press play yeah. together. Also, make sure you've got all your snacks with you, you yeah. need a cup of tea. I recommend um, some sort of, like, um, pink wafer biscuits to dip nice. in your tea. Nice. That goes gently. Remember that there's not going to be uh, an opportunity to pause this. Once we start, Once we, we start, go we in. don't stop. We've got 52 minutes. Okay, relentless all is right. our quest. Okay. So here we um, go, Game of Thrones. So pause the podcast now. Line it up. Oh. The, the second that the HBO logo disappears, you press pause. Okay. Uh, now pause us now. Get that lined up. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. We are all going to press play together. We ready? On the count of, mm, I'll, I'll say one, two, three, and then on where four would be, you press play. Okay. So one, 
two, three, go. All right, right, the music started. The music started. Love the theme music. God, it's loud. It's loud in our ears. I think I'm going to have to turn it down a bit in our ears. Doesn't doesn't matter to you. There we go. That's better. That's better. Oh, I can't hear it. What? What's wrong with you? Why can't you hear it? Jamie can't hear anything because he's not plugged his headphones into the right place. So the credits are on for Game of Thrones at the moment. All I can tell you about the credits is there's some fantastic credit work gone on. It it reminds me of the credits of Game of Thrones. Remind me of, you know, like um, Command and Conquer. Yeah. Like a game, a civilization, a computer game where you create a world. A computer game? A computer game. Yeah. It reminds me of a computer game where you create a civilization or a world or conquer. And it has that, the show has that feel. Great name of someone on the credits there oral by the way i've never noticed that before i've never heard that as a name of you oral oral as a first name yeah first name that's a very unusual one very unusual oral must have had a a life of conversations about that we're going around the various worlds within game of thrones oh we're at the wall we're at the wall it's really a, a map of britain isn't it it's very it's very closely based on britain I mean, you've got, yeah, the, you've the, got the city in the south. It's the same shape. Hadrian's Wall. Yeah, Hadrian's Wall goes across Scotland, yeah. and Scotland is very cold, which is why the north is is cold. And then we go to Europe. There's there's some more European stuff, kind of Greek, Spanishy, Moroccan, really, isn't it? Moroccan sort of places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff set set there in it as well. David Benioff created it with somebody else, DB Wise, and uh, and we've reached the end now. Here we go, ready opening. for the uh, episode to begin. Game of uh, please. Thrones. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy. Ah, directed by David, David Nutter. Nutter. Another great name. Good nameage. It'd be great if um, Mrs. Oral married David Nutter, because then she'd be Oral Nutter. Oral Nutters. Ooh. Oral Nutter. What name have you got? Why don't you email us? Studio at theboxsetpod.com. No one's ever asked that on the radio before. My cousin Rebecca's marrying a guy called Mr. Slicer. Really? Yeah, yeah, so it should yeah. be Rebecca Slicer. Rebecca Slicer. God. Here we go. Uh, what's happening here? Um... Okay, there's orders going on. There's yeah. orders being issued from one person to another person. Those two people could be related, one could be female, one could be male, and one of those two could have a beard. Yes, it's the female. The female... So can we not even mention character names in this? Uh, no spoilers. Oh, this is hard. I know this is hard. This is what I said. And now people who are watching it, they can't... Okay. He's asking her advice. And she is saying nothing in return. There's nothing worse than when you ask someone's advice and they say, F all back, is there? She's also, she, they're playing like a game of of risk. Yes, that's what they're doing. They're playing a game of risk uh, whilst wearing leather, which is something Jamie and his girlfriend do uh, quite regularly. What is it, Sunday afternoons? Yeah, crotchless. Crotchless leather risk, it's called. Risky in so many ways. It's an old-fashioned parlour game. Because they've not had curtains fitted yet. Um, so they're making a big plan. They're planning uh, to conquer a kingdom. Yeah. Or a throne. Game of Thrones. Oh, well done. So people who don't watch Game of Thrones, right, um, I was put off by the idea that it was all about dragons and boobs. 
I mean, the boobs are Why would mind. that put you off? Well, the boobs, the boobs what are kind of a lame gets put off by dragons and boobs? Well, dragons I'm not bothered about. I'm not bothered about all that fantasy stuff. What about a dragon with boobs? I never could get into Terry Pratchett or um, anything fantasy apart from the labyrinth, because that's Muppets. I, I couldn't get into it as a kid. This is awesome, though. Yeah, here's a scene. There's some people on horses riding across a field. There's someone else with what looks like um, camel... Sperm in a dish. Uh. It won't be camel, will it? It'll be horse. Now, an old man has welcomed some people. So, to as his you know, house. this is a wedding episode. So, we'll, we're about to watch yeah. a wedding sesh happen. It's called the Red Wedding. Two families uniting so that they can win a war. Two families, both. And it, incidentally, um, one of the family guy leaders, yeah. the old guy. Yeah, you recognise him, Howell? Um. No, who he's him? On, yeah, from Harry Potter. He's the old, old caretaker with the cat. He's the bloody caretaker. He's Mr. Finch. Yeah, Mr. Fincher. 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 Mr. Finch. I think he might be Finch. I'm not sure. He's a good actor, though. He's got a lot of... It's weird when somebody gets famous when they're in the 60s, isn't it? It's kind of a weird yeah. renaissance. Hopefully that'll happen to us. I'd love it if we suddenly got bigger in our 60s. And by then, I'll have about you, five you, breakdowns. Yeah, you, you, what are you on now? Two. If we um, recommended, if people recommended this podcast, we could get famous for this podcast, and we we could get it sponsored, and we could actually quit quit our day jobs. Yeah, that's the idea. If you guys actually pull your finger out and recommend it, we might be able to get get this as our full time job. No we, pressure. We should but, have started a bloody sports podcast. You know that because sports pods. they get like a million a week, and it's absolute amateurs doing it. Sport is insane. Game of Thrones has got a similar level of following. You're kind of ruining the episode here. I'm sorry, but I'm thinking about the people sat in the car listening to this. The one solitary jogger. Well, they're enjoying listening to... uh... You've got a coat like that. Yeah. Like an old woman's... Oh, oh that's uh, some, some of the language. I mean, some of the you know, content. Because there's a lot of it based around medieval England. There was a yeah. lot of strange, you know, non PC attitudes. This is going to be the then. worst selling point for Game of Thrones that came No, but it's great. I mean, it's had. great in a way. It's just, it's, it's, you know, it's a bit debauched as well. Lovely, heartfelt acting here from what's his name? Uh, it's called Richard Madden. Richard. He's in the new Cinderella film. He plays Prince Charming in the Disney Cinderella film. You're right. That's where I, I know I'm right, Howell. Mm. I, what I love is when I'm, when I'm watching TV with my fiance. She's oh. like, she's, she sits there going, oh, God, what's he out of? And I'm just thinking, and you not, go, only, I, not only do I know what he's out of, yeah. but I know his full name. You sit backwards <laughs> first, don't you? You sit back, you cross your legs. I go, go on. You think do you a th- smile. I'll give, you, I'll give you 30 more seconds. Think it through, Lauren. Think it through. <laughs> <laughs> do your math, work it out. Oh my god! <laughs> you, I've seen you do that. I know. You, you know what? It. It's hard when you're being a superior being to some people at certain things. I know. Makes me feel like Sherlock. Makes you feel like me. That's oh, the thing. <laughs> not in any way. So not superior. in any way. I can't even list on two hands the things I'm superior at because I've not got enough fingers. Does that make That's sense? A lot of old dash. Um, again, old people's jackets don't seem to change, do they? Some good costume design. But old there. people's jackets, this is medieval England, and he's got that same diamond sort of... They've become cool now, 
you know that kind of riding jacket that posh people wear? Yeah, green yeah. quilted, quilted jackets. They've become cool. Yeah, I have one. Yeah, that's what I mean. They've become for, for ponces. They're spending their money on quilted jackets. Says the guy who did a week had a blazer on from the nineties, like a nineties style fashion blazer. Do you remember that thing you had on? I remember someone was very cruel. <laughs> someone wanted to take a picture of it. It was a hand me down because the person who hand wasn't wearing it hand, hand me up is younger than me. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Because it went out of fashion ages ago, Owl. But I don't see it like that. I just see it as that's nice jacket. It will keep me warm. It was a jacket that had been roughed up trying to look, you know, sort of trendy and um, it wasn't trendy at all. It had like some white writing on the back of it. Did he just say tits just then? He did as well. Oh, he did. There's a lot of tits. A lot of bad language. Sorry, carry on. Um, Anyway, Howell wore this awful jacket and he thought he was cool. But it was a hand-me-up, Howell, because he knew no longer was that jacket cool and yet you didn't know that. I didn't know that. You didn't. You were naive. He just blindly walked in. This guy, our studio guy... Stu, let's name him. He 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 wanted to take a photo yeah. of my back <laughs> so that he could laugh about it with his friends. I know it was very funny. Seriously. Did he get a photo? Um if he did, just tend to um forward that bad boy on. So now we're moving and now we're moving to the Mediterranean side of Game of Thrones. Get Stuart on the phone, ask him about that. What we're in the middle of an episode show. here. I also would like to. Uh, I'd also quite like to um, get a cup of tea at some point as well. I tell you what, the the one you know, the person you're calling. Yeah, they yeah. got. You know, the one thing about Game of Thrones is, yeah, they say dragons are in it, and you think, oh, dragons. You know what? The dragons are brilliant in Game of Thrones. They are very exciting, and they're yeah. all in the Mediterranean area. Of the, yeah, it's excellent to yeah, watch though. It's excellent. I love a good dragon. Yeah. Didn't realise how much I like dragons until this show, actually. Sorry, that it's moments like that that I worry, you know, the silence. Let it happen, let it flow out. You're listening in the car, you can't hear any of this. It's just, look, I'll turn the sound off for us for a minute. It's just like that. It's a bit dead air, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, people will enjoy the silence of us watching, you know. See? Mm. Boring. <laughs> really, really boring. God, whose idea was See, this? here's your least favourite actor on screen at the moment, Hal. There's right. an actor in the show who's, <laughs> who speaks very... You don't, I don't, I've forgotten his name. We're going to be offered an interview with him next week, aren't we? Probably. Yeah. Why um, don't you like this guy? You don't like the way he okay. talks, do you? So there's a guy in it. There's a guy in it. He's like a trusted lieutenant to uh, the dragon lady. In he it. sees himself as... An advisor. He plays like an advisor. He's very much there. She's very young. She's a sort of young queen, and he's there to give her advice. And he only talks in riddles and questions. You're the queen's guard. Your place is by the queen. It's all lessons, but he'll say to her. So ask me a ask ask me a mundane everyday question, Jamie, and I'll Uh, answer. What are you having for tea tonight? The question is. What does the enemy have for tea tonight? Mm, Ask me another question. Uh, What is your favourite musical instrument? The man said once, Give me two banjos and I'll play for a lifetime. Give me one euphonium and I'll masturbate for a century. Khaleesi. 
Yeah. He's, he's like that. He's but just, it's also, he's, he's got a weird, like, a voice, hasn't he, as well? Mm. Almost like a... Almost too noble. I'm yeah. too noble. Yeah. Also, I have to admit that this guy on screen annoys me a little bit as well. The okay. chubster. Yeah, that's With. not really nice. I, I don't like people being labelled as fat. I think it's wrong, and I think it's insensitive. Yeah, but it's a, to describe However, him, you have exactly. to use the word chubster. But this is my point. This, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. use no. the word chubster. You have to use a word <laughs> re- related to chubster. Okay. So there's a chubster in the snow, right? It's called Sam. He's called Sam. And what I don't like is when I read, when I see something and I can see the description written down, right? Mm. They've gone, right, casting agent needs to get a chubster. Yeah, yeah. And so they get the chubster in and then he plays the part of the chubster. Now, actually, he's really good. He's He's a a dead good actor. He's really good in this. He's a good character. His character's excellent. But he does do a little bit too much. For me, he does a little bit too much stupid face. He just Mm. did it just then. You know, like Stan Laurel. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it Laurel or Hardy the skinny Hardy one? was the uh, fat the, one. Yeah. So Stan Laurel, he's looking and blinking, oh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's like a kind of permanent grin on his face. And he, he's just, I'll it's people who are acting too much. Well, I'll tell you who's great acting-wise. She. The little girl She's who amazing. plays a character in the show. Yeah. Called Arya is amazing. Yeah, she's, she's young. A, I wonder how old she's in Maisie real life. Maisie Williams is her name. She's absolutely Maisie, brilliant. You've already Googled her, have you? No, I just know her name. How well? I just it's in my brain. Have you Googled her? You're waiting. To I know. haven't Googled her anybody. She's right. seventeen years old and she's from Bristol. Yeah, look at that. Well, I suppose they're all like. See, one of the problems for Game of Thrones is that um, <laughs> yeah, well, the kids are meant to be quite young. Yes. And, of course, because the show's gradually being eked out over years, yeah. they're growing up pretty quick. Growing you know? up bloody quick. They're aging pretty quick, and it's hard to, like, She's you know, 17. She look, she's supposed to she's be, like, to be six. about, uh, yeah, 10 or 11 or something, I think. You know? Yeah. Um, also, she's kind of paired up at this point with quite a scary character. Guy with a bit very, of a scary face. Very scary character. And he's an interesting one. He's one of those characters that you spend the whole time... This is why Game of Thrones isn't just about boobs and dragons. Game of Thrones is um, a series where you are second-guessing everybody's motives all the time. Just like in life, really, you're second-guessing. You're going, what does the boss think? Is the boss thinking this today? Is he thinking this today? What mood is this? And and this guy is one of the biggest enigmas in it, isn't he? You really don't know whether he's You don't know whether he's going to turn. You don't know whether a character's going to do something horrible or nice. That's what is the appeal. And also, you don't know whether something horrible or nice is going to happen to a character, which might make this episode such a good episode to go for. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the things that put me off while I was watching uh, Game of Thrones, she just uh, clubbed a guy over the head. No spoilers, no spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know which guy and there's a lot of death in Game of Thrones a lot of death oh there's a great character called Hordor all he says oh, here we go is again Hordor. this like we had Chubster now we've got <laughs> the giant yeah but all he says is Hordor, Hordor. Right, first of all imagine being that actor Hordor. Yeah. I mean that is the best gig ever how many lines yeah. do you have to learn one how how long That's are you going to be in the true. show for about five series and all I have to say is Hordor and I'm getting paid 50 grand or something like that I wonder how much he is paid for probably it probably quite a lot plus you've got to learn your cues though haven't you you've got to it's know hard to go uh, um, yeah, hold on. Hold you know on. what I'd do? If I was being paid 50 grand an episode to do this, right, mm-hmm. I would pay somebody 10 grand an episode to stand with a flag just off camera. Every time I had to say hold or just wave the flag. Yeah, right? hold on. So I didn't even have to learn the other, the cues. I'd just know. 
Hodor. Yeah, exactly. That's what you have to do. Hodor. Isn't that the best gig in the world, though? What's what would be it's a better gig? Like, you know, it, it, what would be a better gig than that? There isn't design a better it. gig. Design your own part, Jamie. Hodor's my part. Disco- or just a part where no, I don't say he, anything. He's got to move, he's got to push a wheelbarrow around with somebody in it half the time. Okay, a role where I literally I sit in an armchair, yeah, in my sweatpants, yeah, and I don't even say anything. I just make noises. I just go, ah, yeah, ah, yeah. That's what my character does. Break wind. They call me the mumbler. I'm like a gangster, and I decide when people die, and if I go, ah, you're dead. Well, That'd be my good. ideal role. So there's, a, there's a character like that for the majority of um, Prison Break, actually. No, we're not talking about Prison Break at all. No, we're not. Game of Thrones. I've not mentioned Chuck on the podcast so far. Good. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, Chuck. we're looking at a ginger guy at the moment. There's a ginger man. In... With a ginger, massive ginger beard. Mm. Now, they do look like sheep up against this wall, don't they? They're well camouflaged. Uh, the Welsh person in me gets quite excited about this. Oh, yeah, I bet you do. A lot of sheep hurdling no. over a wall. Off they go. So there are uh, people look like they're attacking. People running across a field. You know, it's in these scenes when you see people running um, yeah. across a field in battle. Yeah. That it makes me think, it makes me question a couple of things. Number one, I think you can tell they're filming. I imagine them filming. I imagine just off shot, there's a couple of twockers on a bike holding mm. a fishing rod. A couple oh, of yeah. chavaroons going... What are you filming? Yeah. Can I yeah. be in it? Yeah. Right? And uh, just looking at these 12 people legging it across the field. But then this is a big budget thing. They probably cleared the, like, two-mile radius of land. You are dreaming, Sunshine. They just they just went to Yorkshire and there's nobody there, so it doesn't matter. There's going to be some douche wandering into shot in the background every so often that they have to go, Get off! We're filming! You know, one of the things that um, I have to admit in a snobby way uh, mm, I don't like about people. Game of Thrones yeah. was that um, <laughs> they have a couple of actors who used to be in Hollyoaks. Oh! <laughs> I've got to admit. You know that I, uh, noise, it? I, I just find Hollyoaks to be like the lowest form of acting. And Jamie, you When work, I see a Hollyoaks actor in there... You work on think, commercial radio. That's like somebody from a posher radio station saying they'd never employ you. Yeah, well, I know. Because you've sold... No, that's sold. different. You can't compare me to Hollyoaks. No, yeah, I can't. But anyway, I realise... I, I realise... paid and more successful. I realise that can still, you, can, you can still be a good actor so when you... Socialise more. Even if you're in Hollyoaks, it's just that you might get a really bad script... A lot of the time in Hollyoaks, and there's some awful scripts in Hollyoaks. Mm. Makes me hungry when I see people eating um, any kind of meat, even if it is seemingly raw meat. Um, Is he eating a pig's ear? He might be eating a pig's ear. It's like a pork pie. Is that our pork pie? I think we see what we want in the meat, isn't it? I'm seeing a pork scratching. I want a pork pie. You're seeing a pork pie. I'm not eating anything, yeah. I'm out of my lunch. Yeah. Um, another question for you. Yeah. Um, it's not a question, it's a lecture. When I see people running across a field in any kind of battle scene... You think, I also oh, think looks hard work running. What a pointless, uh, what a stupid way we used to fight wars. I mean, there's never been a good way to fight wars, but there wasn't... Um, certainly the way it appears on, on screens is that you... Everyone takes a camp, right? You camp overnight... And then you meet at a designated place to fight, and whoever wins has won. Yo, how well? I mean, is that how it works? This is history one hundred and one. 
Yeah. That was what changed in the First World War. The First World War was the last gentlemanly war because that was the introduction of automatic weapons. Ah, Suddenly you could mow down tens of thousands of people in a second. You've taken what I've said in a completely different direction. No, what you're saying is they arrive at a single point and they both agree to attack each other. No, but they didn't in the First World War. No, no, they did. They They fought in the First World War. Let me ask you. They did. In the First World War, weren't they fighting across the border? the Rhineland and Howell, down Howell. the border of France because Very. Germany was trying to get into France Howell. and we were trying to stop them. There was a, that was the last time they were going to try and fight in two lines of just fighting each other. But what they realised was they were fighting with weapons that could kill multiple people at the same time. So it was it was a different kind of war. It wasn't like man against man. Yes, I know it was a different kind of war. It changed They didn't warfare. arrange. They did. Germany didn't write to England and say, we'll meet at the Rhineland. Oh, well, you know, no They one... went to protect the Rhineland. Yeah, but nobody That's really- what I'm saying. I'm saying it's like they wait in these old things, in any kind of old medieval stuff, it's almost like they've arranged to meet at midday at a certain place. Well, there's guerrilla warfare in Game of Thrones, though. There's guerrilla warfare in I'm just those. asking you, as someone who studied history, if you know whether that's the case, was it a, an arranged set point? Yeah, I mean, a lot of medieval you fights. You don't they know. Were, well, Where's the evidence? I you fact. don't know. This is the world of the film and the TV that has brainwashed me. They were probably doing exactly the same thing as we did in the First World War. They heard news that someone was coming to invade, and they covered off the bit of land that would be the easiest no, point. They, they weren't because what right, they might have had different like army parts of their army coming at flanking each other. Yeah. They would have done that back then. Yeah. But, but at the same still... time they would front up to each other because it was more a case of sword fighting against sword fighting. One army's numbers against another army's it's stupid, numbers. stupid, that, isn't it? It's kind of ludicrous, stupid. but at the same time... It, and it, they'd, yeah, and of course, they'd, they'd meet in the middle. The leaders would ride their horses into the middle, have a chat. Yes. Can we sort this out, sir? Yeah. No. Yeah. Then we shall fight. Yeah. And then and then off they go. Uh, yeah, How is. stupid is that? If I was in that army at the back, yeah. I'd just go, I'm going round... How will you? I'm, I'm you, going how, round, how, how, or I'm how going long, home. How long do you think you'd last in a medieval England? You Not wouldn't survive exactly, a day exactly. in Game of Thrones. How long do you think you'd survive? I won't be able to carry the pig in armour. Oh, you'd be you'd be finished in a week. What would you do if you found yourself? I'd be fine. Just let's face it, we're not the we're not the landed gentry. We would find us. We would be in those numbers of well, people know. when the general sits there on his horse and goes fight. We would be expected to go fight and run forward. Yeah, no, and be, be first in there, clashing I, with everyone else. I watch Game of Thrones and I watch other like you know sort of period stuff. I think God, I'm so glad I wasn't born a yeah. hundred years ago. You'd be the I'd be totally screwed. You'd take me out with your sword, because you'd just be in a panic. You'd go into that scrum. I'm just not built for that life. You'd just be in a panic. I'm fragile. Okay. Anyway, back to the game. Back to the Game of Thrones. We're now so in a, a scene bit, with rain in it. It's been a bit of mud. There's, there's been a bit of battle. It's oh, got all Mackenzie Crooks Mackenzie in this episode Crook. from The Office. And Pirates of the Caribbean, the one yeah, with the funny yeah. eye. Yeah. Um, who talks like that. Mackenzie Crook there, and um, he has quite a small role in it. A really. small role and very wet. He said, "Yeah, I'll play a part in Game of Thrones," and then he went mm, and yeah. stood for what was probably a day or two, being completely drenched. They must be so cold. Oh, it must be awful Wasn't out there. It? I mean, even HBO. I can't imagine they can afford to spray warm rain on everybody. It's just Fil- horrible. Filmed in Ireland, was it? Mm. They have. They don't have warm rain. Um, 
also, uh, I like scenes with rain in it. When, like this, there's some people inside a safe, warm thing, and and everybody else is um, out in the rain. I quite like those scenes. Yeah, I like watching people outside when I'm indoors. Yeah, someone's going nice. to get their head chopped off. Yeah, are you ready for this? Yeah. It's going to be nasty. Yeah. Oh, hold on, someone Mc- stepped in. Mackenzie oh, Crook Mackenzie stepped Crook's in. stepping in. Right. I don't yeah. know what he wants exactly, but he's kind of ruined the beheading. I think she's quite um, quite attractive. Who? Rose. Oh, right, yeah, Igrit. Igrit. Rose Watson. Of course, if you missed uh, Simon Armstrong, who was in Game of Thrones, talking about working with her, then you need to go back to the second episode, I think. Pretty early on, dude. The box set pod, second or third, if the first one was... No, the first one was a prequel, wasn't it? Um we're basically nice. waiting this episode for them to go. Oh, there's a beheading coming up maybe now. He's got his sword back out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't think of anything worse. And we're now looking Taking at John Snur. John Snur, who is the bastard child. That's correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. swear. He's allowed to say bastard. Swear, you know? He's the bastard. John Snur. The bastard child of... And that's why he's called Stark. Snow, because anyone who's a bastard in Game of Thrones has the surname Snow. This is... Um, Did is you this, know that, Howell? Is this true in history as well? Uh, I don't know. It is! I knew it was! I was testing you, because oh. you studied history. <laughs> I didn't study bastards! And he's about to behead him, but he won't do it. Whoa! Oh. What are you doing? Sorry. <laughs> Absolute... Like, the, it, anyway, you might have it. done it. You might have done it. it. No, I haven't. 25 minutes in. Don't even tell them. They're fine. Absolutely They've not ruined that moment. They're enjoying it. Oh, got another 20 few minutes. Anyway, if you're watching this with us, you either A, watched it before, or B, listened to this and got enticed into watching it, haven't you? You know. You're not going to want to watch this with us. I mean, one thing that I wouldn't recommend is watching it for the first time with us because we're really not. We're not even focused. Let's do our own sound effects. Oh, there's some wrestling going on. I yeah. I think we should. I, I think we should go outside. Get out of here. I think we should go oh, outside. Let's go. Ah, we gotta get out of here. Ah, my eyes back in my head. Who are you playing? Are you playing it? I don't know. Right, pick a character. Oh, I'm a wolf. Oh. There's some great wolves in uh, the game. Sword, of sword fighting. Sword fighting going on. Dogs. Big giant wolves. Oh, oh. no. Chow down. Yeah. On the jugular. Oh. Some really good fighting going on here. And that's one of the great things about Game of Thrones. You get some great violence. They do it really well. It's like How a movie. Through, um, House of Cards season three. I finished it. Have you? Yeah. Wow. Oh, we're getting attacked by an eagle. Ow, ow, get off. You've Ka-ka. finished House Cards season three. Yeah, I have to say the ending left me... Oh, no, really? Don't it's give a... anything away. It's a, it's not a bad ending, but it's just like... Don't say yeah. anything else. Uh, where you You're up to, incapable. Al? Where are you up to? I am up to... Um, well, I don't want to give it away. Anyway, I will say this. There's some brilliant episodes. They've though. been to Russia... Uh, it's the episode after that that I've just watched. I have to say, it's been awesome. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Delano. Delano. 
Um, I, but oh, have you been watching oh, Better Call Saul? Every episode gets better for me. I no, really you see, love Better Call I'm in a, Saul. I'm in a bo- I've got a box set problem at the moment. Oh. I'd like to share with you as we look across the the campsite of of a, of a, of, a, of a, an army at night outside a castle. Is inside it back in the castle? Is like the a Mediterranean world. world? Oh right, okay, it's yeah. a different one. Then. Mediterranean world. We're in Mediterranean world now. Oh, lovely, you'd love that if you were the actor. If you're getting cast, that's where you want to end up. Yeah. Can I have a part in the Mediterranean world. Yeah, I've got a part in Game of Thrones. Yeah, where, you, where are you going to be? You're going to be in a cesspit in <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> oh, I'm going to not no have Morocco. Um, what was I saying? I'm in, a, I'm in a problem with my box set life. Right? Okay. My wife has gone to London to Do you watch without her for a month. I don't. Every night at seven o'clock, we FaceTime each other oh, and we watch disgusting. and we watch the same episode as each other at the same time. A lot like we're doing now with this commentary. We sit and watch the next episode that we're up to of House of Cards. It's quite a beautiful thing. I'd like to thank Apple or Skype, whoever invented video calling first. It's great, yeah. you know. Yeah. I know you're not listening to me. You watch I am, yeah, you FaceTime each other. It's, it's beautiful. It is brilliant. It's, it is so different from having someone down the phone. It's like having them in the room. It's nice. And you're just looking over at each other every so often, watching them, watching the thing. Mm. It's nice. And so what this means is that we're, I'm only watching one episode a day. Of House of, of Cards. Of House of Cards, which leaves no time for, you know, maybe we'll stop tonight and we'll watch Better Call Saul to catch up we on should that. should do. It's really, really good. But we were, we've gone from watching four or five box set episodes a day to one a day. Wow. This is a That's serious... Like, is that hurting? It does hurt. It does. I, I definitely think Better Call Saul has been brilliant. And I, I have to say, it's, it's, it's been amazing. My favourite show of the moment, and arguably better than the first series of Breaking Bad. I mean, phew, it's been wow. so... Superb. Yeah. I love it. I just love the I love the right. I, I love the creation of it. It just feels mm. it's not formulaic in any way. I'm trying Brilliant. to think what is some men being men. This yeah, would be lots of wrestling going. Uh, oh, now we're back at the wedding, okay? So the wedding's a big part of this episode and yes, we're about a- to see a union of two families. Be a bit like my wedding, which is coming up very soon. Slightly yeah, nervous. Three about weeks and three days. Everything's yep. going well. Though. Don't worry about it. Um, there's not much point in telling people what is happening in this, you know. No, but I mean the wedding's right. going it's on. Better just to react. It's good to, to it. reference. Yeah, but then you're going to have to tell people. You don't want to give away anything that happens. I'm not going to. All right. There's a wed- Everyone knows there's a might, wedding happening. It's, it's called wedding. the red wedding. It's yeah. not that exciting. So, it's just a wedding. Um, now. Uh, if uh, well, what was going to say? You're getting married in three weeks, three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've started if watching my, films now to fill the gap. Um, I started watching Cavalry, Cal, Cal, Calvary, 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 the Irish one. That's yeah, what do you think? I'm halfway through it. Good. Yeah. yeah, nice, nice performances. I'd say this: I wouldn't watch it again. I've watched that. You know, as a person from the UK, and I include uh, Ireland in that. Yeah. They're not though, are they? Uh well the Northern Obviously. Ireland is, aren't they? Northern Ireland. But this is this is Island Island. Um our bunch of islands here in the Atlantic. I have very little interest in watching T V series about you know, or films. What's set around here? British films. Yeah, you're very uh, American-ized. I'm very, I am very Anglo. Shame, uh, you're a bit of a darn traitor to the cause. But I find them mostly uh, real. They're mostly based in realism, which I think is depressing. And 
because um, it's grey and rainy yeah, and but stuff. You, you know, you should dealing with British on. films tend to deal with issues, don't they? Mm. Issues. However, Game of Thrones is um, contrary to that because that is pretty much solely filmed in Britain, by the look of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and the UK is, yeah. and Ireland, and um, and it's absolutely addictive. Because it it's, it's not trying to tell me something about the Catholic Church or the um, or a council estate in Glasgow or anything like that. It's like I think I'm just a I'm just a cotton headed ninny mugging who wants to watch escapism. I think that escapism. You know, speaking back to spoilers, uh, I watched mm. the film Prisoners. Um, Prisoners. Hugh Jackman, Jake G- Gyllenhaal, Huge Jackman, and um, a few other actors. And uh, what I noticed was my mum. Um, before I watched it, she'd spoiled. She told me who the killer was. Oh, that's where you get it from. And I have to say, I watched it, and I was like, oh, I kind of know. I know. I know who killed. I know who's the killer. So it did yeah. kind of ruin it a bit. So that's why it's important not to spoil the film itself, though. Is oh, Jamie! Jamie has learnt that it is important not to. spoil I never spoil anything. Yeah, you we have a friend do. who enjoys spoiling. What's going on here, Howell? Nothing. Nothing. What are you doing? Nothing. Leave it on. It's on. I was just checking that we were recording. Yeah, spoiler-wise, it's mm. an issue. And I'm, I've never been a spoiler. I've never spoiled anything in my life. No. Yeah, you have. Name it. Okay. Last week, you said something about House of Cards. I didn't spoil anything. Well, I was waiting for it. Yeah, well, it didn't happen, did it? That's You've been waiting, waiting all day for that one. It really annoys me when I'm waiting for stuff. And you... Oh, my God. Prison Break, before I started Prison Break, I looked it up on IMDb to see how many points it had. And do you know, there was like this, there was like this quote underneath it that, that it was something like, not everyone gets a happy ending. Oh. That haunted me for the whole thing. Because then... And it made me even more angry when, when I got you, to the actual oh ending. Oh dear, right, I okay. that it's true! Not oh. everyone has a happy ending! In Game of Thrones... I'll tell you another... I mean... Well, anything. Pretty much everyone in Game of Thrones gets killed. Oh, well, I'll, I'll tell you that well, now. That's, that's, you really, that's a spoiler, my friend. Ah, but that's one a spoiler. One or two survive. Which ones will they oh, be? Oh, my word. Which ones will survive? I'll tell you what else I watched, another film, Inside Lewin Davis, the Coen Brothers film. Very good film. I thought you'd hate that, Howell. No, I enjoyed that. Because it has one of those Coen Brothers endings that's slightly ambiguous. No. Which you hate. Well, I enjoyed the experience of this one more, but I do wish they'd just give you something at the end. For God's sake, guys, we've gone to the cinema. I went to the cinema to watch that, and it's like... It's a good world to be, and there's some great folk music. In it, but I kind of agree with that one. I didn't mm. really. I, did, I was at the end. I was oh, like, oh. You didn't prefer Serious Man, though, did you? Um, I can't remember Serious Man that well, but no, I probably didn't. God, awful. It's awful. not awful. It was funny, a Serious Man, I thought. No, it wasn't funny. Uh, maybe not. It wasn't funny. It didn't go anywhere. It's about a man who does nothing and says nothing. And yeah, we get the point. So lots of bad stuff happens to him because he does nothing. Did you have you watched Fargo, the TV show? Yeah. Yeah, great. That's on Netflix. Very good. That's very good. And I, I imagine that the Coens had limited input in that. It's still Do very you? good, but I imagine they, I imagine they played a part. But feels like it's somebody else's. Yeah, it does, which is good. And it feels like they perhaps. I think they're great, the Coen brothers. But I mean, I don't know if they, um, you know, um, I think they could. But make then good they're protecting team. their brand because, of course, 
um, Joel, is it, or Ethan? One of them has just directed this Will Ferrell film, the new Will Ferrell film. No, Howell. Uh, that's a man called Ethan Cohen. He's a different Cohen. I just saw it on a poster and oh, I thought, oh, that's split embarrassing. <laughs> oh, wow, he's sold out. <laughs> you see, this is what happens Yeah, to yeah, I just the heard time. the smug voice again. <laughs> Yeah, back anyway, on the couch. Game of Thrones is still cracking on. Let's move on. There's a fire. Lovely. What's the last time you had a campfire? You know what? Jim? I do genuinely love a good outdoor fire, and I've Got not had it. one in a while. Toast is great on a campfire. Just sort of burning your bread a little bit. And actually, I've never tried it. I'd love to try a marshmallow on, uh, on a toasted fire. I stole this week. You stole? Yeah. I stole two um, small pots of jam from a hotel. <laughs> Really? You know, the little pots that you get. Oh, yeah, yeah. I paid for, like, a, an executive thing. Oh, well, if you paid for it, it's yours, isn't it? Yeah, it was all like a buffet. It was free. Yeah. So, you know, like, when you shove an extra roll in your pocket for lunch or whatever. I just shoved a couple of little pots of jam in there. Um, got them home. And uh, they were delicious. I had, had them yesterday. I, I imagine you just downed straight out of the jar, Howell. Yeah, I'm going to have some toast. Uh, when I get home. I was trying to convince my uh, fiancé to have crumpets with jam, and she was like, that sounds disgusting. What's wrong with her? I know. She never had crumpets with cr- jam. I know, she never had crumpets with jam. What I was like, rock did she crawl out from under? Tell me about it. I mean, crumpets and jam are gorgeous. What else has she not had? I don't know. She, uh, she shut the front door at night. Of course she does. Does she use the toilet in the bathroom? Yes, I will. It's um, her only issue, the crumpets and jam thing. Is it? Yeah. Can she use a remote control? Does she still yeah, go yeah, on the TV? Re- she really is going to be angry with you after this podcast because she listens <laughs> and she's going to take this she's out. She's never going to listen to all of this. Yeah, and yeah. Lauren, as usual, I'm sorry, but seriously, my entire life, crumpets have strawberry jam on them. That's, That's great, what I've yeah. had my entire life. You know what's making me hungry as well right now is there's a feast going How on. How have you gone through life? How old is she? She is 28. Young. Young, Jamie. Young. Still, crumpets and jam. Old enough to have crumpets and jam. I mean, everybody jam. has crumpets and jam. Yes. And honestly, it's a rev- if you've never tried it, do it right now while you're watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. I want from now on, Jamie, for you to not say where we are in this Well, I do want to mention, right? right that I, that do you understand that people who haven't seen it before... Yeah. We'll be listening to this. Yeah, I get it, but also, I, I, I want to talk about the fact that I've always wanted to have a medieval feast. There's a medieval feast going on, and I've yeah. always wanted a goblet of wine, or maybe Ribena mm. with vodka in it. Nothing like a lovely goblet. I wanted, like, to, I want to break off a big, dirty chicken leg, yeah. gob it down my mouth. Yeah. I want to just grab some bread and sit. I just want to have, like, a big banquet, a big, dirty, old wooden table. And mm. I want to laugh heartily and get wasted. And I want to have be, uh, why does, why do, alcohol why, spilling down my beard. Why do you always have to get wasted? Eh? What's the, why does alcohol? Because that's what you do at a medieval feast, Howell. Yeah. I like sangria. I'd just like to put that on the record. You if, can have sangria in a goblet. Can I have it at your wedding? Are you going to make some sangria? Because no. I think I made sangria at my wedding and you had lots of it. You didn't make it, Howell. I you? had it made. No, yeah. we won't have any sangria. Right. Why not? Okay. Why not? Because, Howell, we're providing you with... Um, free bar. No, but you're getting five bottles of wine. I gave you wine. a free bar in my way. You're getting five bottles of wine on your table, all right? Is mm. that not enough for Actually, you? Actually, I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, you're going home, aren't you? I'm going I'm going to get off about four in the afternoon. Do what you want. Yeah. Won't even miss Maybe you. Maybe a bit earlier. Won't even notice. Half three. What time's the evening do? 7.30 there. How are you feeling yes. about your wedding? 
Good, yeah. This is going to be you, the guy in the middle. Guy in the middle of the world. Uh, bald old man, that's you, saying bald. to everyone, now listen, I have uh, invited you all here to see me get wed, and uh, it's a bad joke. So yeah, something's going on in this now, and it's I think great episode this one. I have to say, it's bringing back a lot of memories. We the first, the first ep- this episode always gets me. I'm just going to write something down to you, Jamie, which only people listening will will figure out. All right, you just just have a chat with amongst yourself for a minute. Well, it's a good episode this one though. It's a, it's an absolute stone cold classic. All the music's going, the drums are beating, kicking off. See, now they're all getting really drunk and having a good dance. Good times rolling. Yeah. The way it should be. The good times carry on. What have you yeah, written down here for me? Down for just to, this is just to ensure that spoilers are ah, not right, okay. spoiled. Right. Okay. All right, then. All right. Okay. So now we are... Someone's being carried through the room, held high... A lot of fun, a lot of fun. It's a girl that's being carried. What they do is, because, like, back in in Game of Thrones, there's a lot of, like, ritual, wedding rituals that they go through. Like, the bride gets carried into a room. Yeah. And the man then gets forced into a room with her. And I don't know what happens there. Every bride suffers the same, apparently. And they, uh, you know, they get carried off. To consume the so a, It would have been awful. a you know, terrible times. Awful times. Anyone who thinks... I know this isn't set in a real world, but it's based around real... Do you know I thought the ni- I thought the 90s were crap. Never mind medieval times. Never mind the 1490s. <laughs> Good right? one. Good one. <laughs> that was a medieval joke. Yeah, nice. That would have been a very good court jester, though. I would have, you know, I would have had yeah. a good laugh with him, you know. Drop my pants. What would you do? Would waggled you do? it about just to make them all laugh, and yeah. um, you know, it's a beautiful moment here between uh, a man and a woman. There's some great love scenes in this film, and lovely. I mean, there's some really good characters in this episode. Some yeah, lovely characters. Yeah. How long have we got left? Not uh, long now. Nine minutes to go. Nine minutes. It's flown by. Great episode. I've got. I'm, I'm a bit sore from talking too much. Game of Thrones episode. This episode is not the last episode of the series. It's the second to last episode of the series as well. So yeah. Um, How you doing? But guest booking, by the way, Jamie. You're supposed to be the guest booker, I believe, on this podcast. Uh, who did I email the other day? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you emailing to them? I'm telling them to come on our brilliant podcast. Is that it? Are you, are you trying to be charming? Yeah, I'm saying we love you, our fans love you. There's no point in doing that. You what? have to say, we're a podcast, we get lots of listening figures. I we're, say that. We're I new say and that. noteworthy on I say, we've had, I say we've had Richard Attenborough on, on our podcast. That's good. I say we've That's had all good. these wonderful names. And how many rejections have you had? Not uh, some people just don't reply, so that's kind of a rejection, isn't it? Slight slow motion thing happening here, uh, where somebody is realizing how happy she is. Uh, there she is, happiness growing, and then we nip outside for a moment to basically the garage, We're checking out the dog, checking out the oh, it's, it's a, a pet a, shop, it's a, it's a, a dire wolf, it's a pet shop, it's uh, not a pet shop, checking out the pet shop. Will you leave your dialogue? Did you read what I wrote down? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right? Yeah. Okay. So Back shop. to the scenes. Um, 
uh, yeah, so uh, guests then. Um, I'm having another Chuck guest soon, I've decided. Great, I mean, I'm all about who you getting on. Um, the writer of the music of Chuck. Maybe this should just become a Chuck pod. Yeah. Do you reckon, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we've had some... Do you know what? I'm proud of the catalogue of work that we've had so far. Oh, it's been an absolute dream. Very proud. Don't very get proud. me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, we've joined... Uh, been having a good uh, tweet-off with... Um, with who? Now TV. Have you? Yes, I asked them for their top three. Yeah. To- uh, now TV's top three... Box sets. Yeah, what did they, they said? Hard question. Game of Thrones, definitely. We also love a bit of Mad Men, Hannibal, Greys, and Twenty Four. Oh wait, that's not three. And then scolded them when you're going to have to cut that down by two. But we're having a very good chat. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, is this what it's like watching you in a chat room trying Ooh, to pull women? Yes. Before you. Before I had. Your... Before I had a lady. Yeah. It but is, um, isn't it? Oh, cheeky girl. Cheeky, but now now TV we're getting on very well with them, and you know maybe one day we could work with them and do a sponsorship sesh. Yeah, uh, we'd like that. Yeah, think it over now, TV. So the wedding, the party is just starting here. Lovely, lovely. Um, they've just served a a pudding, delicious red trifle. That's why it's called the red wedding, and. Um, so oh, he's drunk, he's having a snooze. This is what you call a particularly rambunctious wedding. It is, isn't it? This is, this is going to be like your wedding, isn't it? This level of frivolity. Yeah, there's going to be a lot going on. A lot, I mean, a lot going on, there's you I in the you middle. I tell you what, if our wedding goes like this, yeah. Yeah. you will not forget it. <laughs> it will be one of those weddings that will be talked about. You sat in the middle <laughs> drinking out yes. your goblet. If this happens at our wedding. Oh, that trifle made me feel a bit sick, I'll be honest. It actually makes me feel a bit sick. Really? Uh, well, I mean, yes. <laughs> I'll I t- I tell you the other thing. If, if this happens at our wedding, yeah. the photos will be unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, there'll be some pretty amazing photographs. It's quite a party. Out of all of this. Quite a party. And um, and the sounds are good as well, you know. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of sounds. There's a lot of good sounds. Game of Thrones for me is the one show mm. out of everything. Yeah, it's total escapism. Total, and I love that about it. Yeah. I don't. I love that. Some shows you feel like you're kind of in your world, or you're kind of still part of something yeah. that's relevant. But this feels so different so otherworldly so imaginative it gets me in a way that i love i love it after a work day yeah getting home it's game just, of thrones it's, it is a, that's what it's so proper writing at the max isn't it yeah i mean you know that thing we've been talking about recently due to my experience of prison break and the endless tease the endless you know mm. trailer breadcrumbs yeah well it's game of thrones it does what Breaking Bad does, and it does that. So there yeah, is always this you, constant but tease, but at the but same time, he's single-handedly ending things, yeah. getting rid of things. And I, what I what I hate about some TV shows, like the twist stuff, is you'll get episodes that are just nothing. Yeah, they're like they're just filler, and you feel filler. like you're watching the filler. You never ever with All a single episode of Game of Thrones get a filler episode. It All never happens. Killer, no filler. That's huh? what it should be, exactly. And that's with Game of Thrones, every episode, something She's amazing wasted. happens. She's wasted. I think the actress is actually wasted Someone's under there. the table. 
completely drunk. Some very good acting going on in this episode. Yeah, no there's you still. That. Still you. Does look a lot like Jamie. If you do want to Google Howell and Jamie, check out what Jamie looks like. Um, he certainly does look like him. And uh, the wedding is kind of over now, isn't it? This it's, is pretty much the end bedtime. of the wedding. Time for... What time do you think you'll get to bed and what do you think will happen on your wedding night? Will it be as exciting as this? I imagine we'll be like passing out, you know, hitting the, hitting the sheets pretty quickly. And um, I think it'll look a lot like this scene. I actually. think there'll be a lot of relief. Like, <laughs> a lot one of person relief. holding another one's head. Like, phew, it's over. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, in a good way, like, it'll be great. But, you know, there's a lot of pressure, isn't there, on, on people on the day, or at least put on by your own sort of, you know, social... Uh, you know, environment. A lot of pressure on, yeah, on these people. A lot of pressure. And a lot of pressure on you, Jamie. Um, God, it's a good and Game of Thrones, isn't it? This is a great episode. First time I watched this, I remember it finishing and I sat there with Lauren for like five minutes and was like, oh, now that was something else. That yeah, was me something too. Else. Me too. But the video that's got more views is of the Purple Wedding. Mm. Isn't it? Do you mean are people reacting? Yeah. There's... No, the red wedding got the most reaction. Did he really? Yeah. Are you sure about well, that? Did, did... I think it's the purple one. I think we picked the, the red... wrong one. No, Let's the... start again, but with the purple wedding. Oh, howl. It's more exciting than this one. Oh. Not a lot happens in this. It's just kind of... Yeah, it's a great episode. Make sure you watch it and uh, watch it back with the, the old commentary on. Um, but like this, what is it? It's, a, it's a two women having a chat. Um, cutting the cheese, you know, cheese course. Well, I think if we do another, another one of these, do another TV show, I mean, you, know, you can't keep doing a Game of Thrones episode. I can't just say that. Love them. Uh, what's her name, the actress, her? Her? Oh, I've forgotten. Oh, he doesn't know! She's very good, though. <laughs> she says. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, she's a good actress. She's amazing. She's an absolutely brilliant actress. And yeah. the other guy, the one you mentioned earlier. Uh, yeah, very good. So, I mean, yeah, they're very good. in, and, in and especially this episode, there's some awesome acting going on. There is, yeah. Oh! oh! <laughs> I have to say that guy Holy one. moly! I mean, that was, ah. a gu- that was what we call a gusher. Yes, right. indeed. Anyway, that's the episode done. Okay. Wow. Thank you very much. And Finished. That's the end of the episode nine, season three, Game of Thrones. I ask of you only one thing. Forget recommending it to other people. I ask you, did you watch this? Did you make it this far in this podcast? If you did, send Fair us an play. email. We just, we just want by a show of hands... Did you make it to the end? Because I can almost guarantee and that there's one person. 53 minutes, there's one person listening to this. Should we do it again? <laughs> All right, you decide. Uh, yeah, you decide. Studio at theboxsetpod.com. Email that. It will come straight to me and Jamie. We don't get many emails, but the ones we do, we love and we reply to. So studio at theboxsetpod.com. Uh, on the subject of the emails that we mentioned last week, we will get back to them next week which is going to be an exciting pod I can't remember why who's next week oh probably probably uh, the writer of uh, Chuck's music yeah. Five Dangerfield will be back on Luke Marsden will be back on we've not heard from them for ages Five should have finished Mad Men now we'll see what he thought of that um, and uh, lots of news as ever at theboxsetpod.com slash news thank you and good luck at your wedding goodbye <laughs> 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.